0: Welcome to the BBC, a wax cast based on collaboration, not competition. Between both cheeks is a world filled with beauty, bums, and billions of bucks. Welcome to the BBC. Bring me your balls.
1: No, Kelly Clarkson! Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the BBC Between Both Cheeks. Yes, we mean those cheeks. I'm Becca. I'm here all by myself today. Katrina and Luba both are busy. They cannot make it. They're traveling. Um, Katrina's car was broken into, so she is dealing with some issues, but we have a very special guest today. He's been on the show I think twice before. You might be our most recurring guest at this point. Is Michael from Michael Taylor Skin.
0: Hi. (laughs) I'm super excited to be back. Thank you for having
1: me. Thank you. So Michael, what are we going to talk about today?
0: We, oh my God, we have so much to talk about. Um, we're going to focus on Michael Taylor Skin's newest launch, which is the Empty Skin Jellies. Um, we recently just expanded into being a professional line for professional skin therapists and waxing specialists. So we launched our very own line of jelly masks. Jelly masks are a huge treatment and very popular treatment to receive in the treatment room. So we wanted to really hone in on a perfect formula. I've worked with so many in the past and there was always something that, that I personally didn't like about it. And I was able to kind of just bunch all those ideas together and create my five children. So here we are.
1: <laughs> I love that. Without any IVF, you got five at once.
0: <laughs> oh, 100%. It's, it's amazing. I feel like a full on dad and it's, 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 mm-hmm. it's awesome. It's been so amazing.
1: So what is a jelly mask and is it the same as like a hydro jelly or is that just a marketing term?
0: It's a marketing term, 100%. Um, and that one's trademarked. So no one oh. else is really allowed to use it. Okay. Um, you, you can get sued if you do so. we're not gonna
1: <laughs> You can, so, but you shouldn't.
0: <laughs> um, right, right, right. So, um, a jelly mask has a lot of different names, hydro mask, a rubberizing molding mask, algae uh, based mask. And honestly, they're just different names for it. They're all doing ideally the same thing, depending on the brand that you're working with. Um, they can have enhanced benefits and some can kind of just be, you know, just really basic molding masks that have no sensorial benefit to it, which they do exist. If you go for your, like your traditional, just molding masks, usually it's just made of like clay and diatomaceous earth it just it smells like nothing it feels like nothing it's just really heavy on the skin mm. um, so a jelly mask is made to ideally cool the skin down and offer like a really fun experience for your client and it's really focused on enhancing product penetration okay. unfortunately with the leading brands in jelly masks in our industry right now, there's a lot of false marketing that kind of goes along with the jelly masks, whether it says that the mask is brightening or it's formulated with like sheep placenta. So it's like very anti-aging, like those ingredients. Yes, they do do that. However, working with jelly masks and seeing how they're made, what goes into it, it's literally impossible for anything formulated into a mask to actually pass the stratum corneum and do anything epidermal layer wise. so that being said, when we were creating Michael Taylor's skin, we wanted to enhance the sensorial part of it so that your client actually gets a very cool experience out of it. And mm-hmm. it was also really easy to work with as a PST. We kept in mind the amount of time that normally we have with a client, whether it be in a Brazilian wax or a facial, usually, at, what is it, like 30 minutes or 60 minutes? So mm-hmm. we knew that waiting for a jelly mask to dry 10 to 15 minutes, it takes up a very chunk of time, you know, and it's... it's kind of inconvenient in a way because then you have to you know compensate with like doing like a massage or whatever it is that you have to focus on or you're just sitting there talking to your client so the amazing thing about michael taylor skin jellies is they dry in three to five minutes um that is the highlight of our product it's super easy super quick to use and it has an uh, instant cooling effect to it so even if it's mixed with like lukewarm water it immediately gets cold um it's formulated with diatomaceous birth and algae. So it gets that really, really nice cool feeling to it. And it feels very heavy on the skin as well too. So if you're using it during a facial, it's a nice way to make your plant relax. Super, super awesome. Um, and then of course we have some amazing fragrances and um, colors that come along with it. So really that's how you're choosing is what fragrance and what color you wanna go for. Um, they all smell so amazing and they look beautiful
1: yeah so and it just just to give you an idea everyone listening it feels like a weighted blanket On whatever area you're putting it on. So, on your face, it is so amazing. I haven't tried it on the Brazilian area, the vulva, but I imagine it would be awesome for the cooling effect after getting hair ripped out of such a sensitive area. (laughs) And Michael Taylor Skins Jelly Masks all have really fun, cute names. So, depending on your branding or your brand colors, you could really play around with it. So, what are the names of the products?
0: So I'll start with our top seller. We have Rose, which is a rose scented mask. I wanted to go for like that traditional. I always say Longcomb rose because mm, Longcomb is very specific. <laughs> yeah, very specific rose type of smell. So we really wanted to target that demographic with that one. Um, so we have Rose, which is rose. We have REM, which is lavender. We have Thirst Trap. Thirst Trap is going to be for your client who doesn't like a lot of fragrance. It's a very light, clean, fresh smell. Um, I like Mm -hmm. to compare it to like the clean linen type of vibe. Um, We have Superfruit, which smells like a just a fruity cocktail. It has a mixture of kiwi, aloe, cucumber, celery. So it's a bunch of different fruits Mm and fragrances put together. And then my personal favorite, we have Watermelon Sugar, which smells like a watermelon just exploded in your face. So good.
1: I think my favorite name is Thirst Trap, just because I love the name. (laughs) But we actually, so our Brights Sister company, Wax Hair Removal Bar, Chloe manages that. She's Bright's trainer, and she's been on the podcast once or twice. You may recognize her name. She's the manager there. And so when I saw that you released these masks, I was like, oh, my God, we need them. And Bright is all about supporting each other and lifting each other up. So we know Michael through being a Bright customer. And so he's launched this new avenue of his business. And of course, we want to support like any way we can having you on the podcast talking about it, buying the products. So we bought the products. We bought Rosé, actually, which is funny that you said that's the best seller because that was the one that Chloe wanted. Mm-hmm. They bought that and within like we were tracking how many upsells we did with it what the cost of the product was what we were pricing it at like the profit and within i think like 4 weeks they were like 3 quarters of the way done of the jar tube thing that it comes in and it comes with quite a lot yeah. so we we're like oh my gosh and it is so cost effective your prices i don't know what other jelly masks cost i've only really ever looked at yours but it is so cost-effective, especially if you're doing it as an add-on or an upsell or an enhancement to a service. So you really can't go wrong because the clients see it on Instagram. It's a very trendy thing right now. They ask for it, and it feels and smells amazing.
0: Oh, definitely. And even as like a, like a PST, it's an amazing add-on. It's a great way to boost mm-hmm. your numbers for sure. Like you said, you are going to be charging... You know, for example, $65 for a Brazilian, you can upcharge your service at the very least $15 to add the jelly mask. So it's a really, really nice way to make profit, um, to kind of give an idea of like what that would look like for someone. Our jelly mask retail for $35. It is the lowest pricing that you're going to find for a jelly. Michael Taylor skin prides ourselves on being affordable, even when it comes to our services. So we want to really cater to everyone. Um, so you get a jar for $35. There's about 10 to 15 uses in a jar. That's about $3 a use. If you're charging 15 bucks, you're getting $11 of profit from just that one service. Um, and then I've seen people charge anywhere from 15 to $40, depending on your location, your price points yeah. for everything. So you really, it's, it's, it's really up to you and how you want to play it. But you can definitely get a lot of profit out of using a jelly in your services. So
1: good. And how do they function for somebody with sensitive skin because of the
0: fragrance? Or would
1: you recommend like Thirst Trap for them because it's lightly fragranced?
0: So as far as like sensitivity on the skin, it's not going to affect them in any way possible. The only time that someone would really get any type of negative reaction towards our jellies is if they're allergic to a specific ingredient like um, lavender or Mm -hmm. um, rose or anything like that. Because even if it is just sitting on top of the skin, it's making contact and it can cause irritation or like a rash, um, some type of erythema. Um, And then if someone's claustrophobic. So if someone's claustrophobic, Mm -hmm. like you said, it does feel like a weighted blanket. And what I like to always remind everyone is if you're putting it on their face and closing, forcefully closing their eyes and their mouth, with a mask you're almost taking a sense of control away from them it triggers that claustrophobia and they're going to freak out so always make sure you're asking for that contraindication because we want to avoid any type of freak out on our beds
1: so good because on consultation forms there's often not an area to put in any like mental health challenges it's always usually physical rather than like psychosomatic or psychological so that I love that you did a video on that because I didn't even think about it but it would be so true it would feel or some people who don't breathe that well out of their nose like myself I'm allergic to cats and I live with a cat so I cannot breathe out of my nose 95% of the time so if you put something over my mouth I'm a mouth breather I would really struggle and I'm not claustrophobic so I love that you mentioned to you know think as the person of a as a whole rather than you know just their skin when you're doing different treatments.
0: One hundred percent. I think uh, the more that we are working in our industry, the more we have to update our consultation cards for sure. So asking mm-hmm. if someone has sinus issues—it sounds insane, but it's going to come in handy <laughs> later on. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. <laughs>
1: because you might have crazy people like me who live right. with
0: what right. right. they're
1: yeah. <laughs> allergic to. Um so how has how long did it take you to formulate to launch how is it figuring out this new business side coming from the treatment room to now you know building an enterprise right.
0: right, right. it's it was such a hot mess in the I'm not going to lie it was a hot mess in the yeah. very beginning because we originally started looking at creating our own products literally like January of 2020 and okay. You know, a couple months later, everything kind of shut down and went out the window. So during that time, I was still working with my manufacturer, even though we couldn't like be making big bulks or get anything sent to us. So we were still talking formula and they were kind of explaining to me the process. Once we started to be able to like kind of send stuff out, um, that's when we started testing out samples. And the one that gave me the most the roughest time was watermelon sugar because we oh. it, it was it was so hard to make it and it was honestly it was probably my fault cuz I was being really picky about it but they would send me a formula and I'm like no I don't like the color and they take it back and they co- got the color right but then the fragrance was off so I'm like it just it took a while for it the one that was easiest was thirst trap I literally said clean linen and they got it right on the on the mark um, but it took two years. It took two years to perfect everything. I want to say, say I sent watermelon sugar back like seven times before we actually got it to like the way that I wanted it to be. Um, and I think what took the longest for all of them was just giving them that quick dry time. It took, it took a while to finally formulate that dry time. Um, but once we kind of got everything in motion, COVID kind of died down and everyone started to be like, okay with everything. Um, we were ready to launch in December of 2021, but I wanted to take my time. I didn't want to like just burst out the door once we received everything. So we took our time and we launched February 22nd of 2022.
1: We'll be back after a quick break. It's about more than just wealth. It's about crafting life experiences, seizing opportunities, and building a legacy. Subscribe now to the Make More with Matt Heslin podcast and join us every week for new expert insights and inspiration. Oh, wow. That recently. See, I was thinking like it was six months. Okay, yeah.
0: it's, wow. it's, it's We're really? still a baby friend for sure, but we're doing so well. I'm so proud of the kids and how everything's going it's going really everyone's loving it and it's the response is just exactly what we were looking for
1: so good so i heard through a little bird that you just did a beauty show
0: Our first, I guess you would consider like an expo. It was more of a conference. It was um, mecca, So the Male Aesthetician Conference and Associates. And it's the very first of its kind that celebrated males in this industry. Mm -hmm. And it was so awesome. It was so great to finally meet the people that I was only seeing on social media. And it was the first time that everybody was like, Michael. And I'm like, oh my God, how does everyone know me? But it's like, because we all follow each other on social media. So we know the face we've just never met. And it was amazing. It was amazing to kind of network and hear everyone's story. There was panelists, there was um, other vendors. So I was able to work with ProCell and Dermalogica, DMK, like different brands were there. Um, As far as how Michael Taylor skin did, we did amazing. It was such a great experience. Um, Sold out of all of the units that we took. And we started also having to um, buy there and shipping later. So that was super, super awesome. It was very overwhelming, but super great. Oh, um, great experience overall. Um, I was talking to you earlier about that too. And you were like, you're going to find things that you didn't realize and you're going to learn and you're going to have to adjust. And I'm like, oh yeah, immediately everyone had business cards. I was the only brand that didn't have business cards. I'm like, what's <laughs> wrong with us? I was Like, what am I doing? I was like, oh yeah, follow us on Instagram. I'm like, no, people want the business cards and people were asking for emails and websites. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of contact stuff that I gotta I have to get to work with but um it was great overall very great experience
1: I'm so glad so I'll give you a pro tip yes with the business cards and, and everyone listening um there's a link in bio on Bright's Instagram that talks about this but for business cards because I agree you do need something to give people your contact information and it's good to just have it on you all the time. Like you're out to dinner, you're meeting people at the grocery store whatever, but especially at industry events. But the thing with business cards that I would think about, how often, like how many business cards did you get from being at that conference?
0: More I than one, like, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, like a ton. And did you really go through them all and remember each individual or are they sitting at the bottom of a bag or a box
0: they're probably at the bottom of a box yeah (laughs) yeah we're
1: scattered in your desk and then two weeks later you find them you're like I don't remember who any of these people are and you throw them out right like business cards in a mass situation like that I find it's very effective in the moment but unless that person is organized to like take a picture of your face and your booth with your business card or write like who you were and what you talked about on your business card, they're going to get home. And they're going to go, Michael Taylor Skin, like I don't, I don't know, or like Bright, who is that? Like, who did I talk to? I don't remember what this is about. Eh, if it's important enough, they'll find me, right? right? So what I recommend, and I'm sure there's lots of brands that do this, but the one that I know about is called Popple. And it's an NFC tag. So they have them in like bracelets. They also have them in pop sockets you can put on your phone. They have actual like business cards, but it's one and it's like metal. So it's like a credit card rather than paper ones that you always have to buy. And, you know, how often are people using them? And then also the environment, yada, yada, yada. So these I really love. I have the bracelet version and our whole Bright team does as well. Um, But it's just preference, which type you want. So what you do is like you're wearing it or you have it on your person and someone's talking to you. Everybody has their phone on them nowadays. So they take out their phone and it's like Apple Pay. They just tap it to your popple and then your little website comes up that you can customize with like your picture, your branding, what you want them to see, whether it's Instagram or a website or your email or your phone number, whatever and it is on their phone right there and then they can click like add to contacts or they can email you and i find just having a picture of your face or the logo of your brand directly on their phone creates a sense of like familiarity and friendship more than a business card right because your phone is so personal even if it is a work phone like the only People's contacts that you have, or you know, a contact photo are usually special, so I feel like it just puts in people's mind, like, Oh, I already know this person, we already have a relationship, as well as it's just so easy. And also, if you are the only person at a conference or an event with a popple, everybody is gonna remember you because they're gonna go, Whoa, what's that? Like, this is black magic, you're so like technological or whatever so I find it so helpful because then people will be like oh how did you get one of those can you send me the contact information I want to get one of those and then they're gonna talk to you again afterwards when you email them because they want something from you right so just a pro tip and then it's a one-time cost instead of buying business cards every you know few months or every year or anytime you need to update information just um, a pro tip, you don't have to do it, but there is a link in the bio and write social media if you want one.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely I think they're sold
1: at Target now too.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's even like, like there's, I've seen like the little, like they look like debit cards almost It's yeah. And a one-time use business card. Um. I was even thinking like a QR code as a sticker. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Smacking one on the table will be like our contact info is right there. Yeah. Just like how, mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. restaurants, like, restaurants don't even do menus anymore. They have like just the QR code and they're like, Oh, look at our drink menu here. And I'm like, all right, dope. I'm like, that works. Yeah. So, yeah. I, now. I definitely agree that that's definitely a more cost effective option. Mm-hmm. Um, And it it catches attention for sure.
1: Yeah. And then you could just say you're like a green brand.
0: Right. (laughs) That's what we
1: do. (laughs) I mean, we are pretty green, but uh, the the popple is really just a preference. And I just find like when I go to shows like that, I get so many business cards and I really, I don't keep them. I I have one woman's business card that I keep in the back of my phone because she's pretty important but anyone else that's ever given me a business card, I couldn't tell you. I I don't know where they are. I'm never gonna find them. I'm gonna find them when I move.
0: Right,
1: right, right. So just a pro tip, but is there anything else that you learned or that you wish you did differently or any advice you could give to somebody thinking about going as a vendor to a conference or show?
0: Take your time. Be very patient with yourself. It's not a race. Don't, you know, look at everybody else's booth and you're like, oh my god, like they look so much better than mine. I am beyond grateful that I had my marketing and PR coordinator there with me because he was like, Michael, calm down like literally calm down everyone is different and when the the bad thing about me is like when I get nervous or when I'm like overworked the first thing that starts happening I start sweating from my head so it's like dripping down my forehead ruining my makeup and I'm like (laughs) I'm like panicked and he's like Michael stop like relax and I like he was upstairs trying to change I'm like you need to come down here now I need help putting up this sign and he's like you need to take a breather so once I did, and once we set up as simple as it looked, like I said, we had a black tablecloth with our products set up and like one little pop-up sign that I had, and we still sold out, you know? So it's not about the way that we looked. It's not about, you know, how pretty everything was presented. It's just our product and the way that we talk about it and the confidence behind it. And that's, I think the biggest lesson that I learned while I was there it's 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 not all about the look it's just what you're selling and if it's good or not and of course our product is good mm-hmm. so it went really well
1: yeah Oh, that's a good point. I love that.
0: Yeah. It, it's, 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 I think that's one of the things we kind of all struggle with in this industry is, and that's one of the topics mm-hmm. that we talked about at the conference is we always end up comparing ourselves to one another, whether, you know, Bright has 100,000 followers and Michael Taylor only has 2,000. And it's like, well, no shit, you know, like, so, oh, sorry. I don't know if I have a lot to guess. But, <laughs> oh, yes, you are. <laughs> okay, perfect. It's, it's called like, Between Both like, Cheeks. Like, these people have been, everyone has a different journey. Everyone specializes in someone different and we all start somehow. So it's like, don't compare yourself to another esthetician when someone has seven years under their belt or someone was literally born into it. And it was just made easier for them. You know what I mean? Everyone's situation is different. So mm-hmm. take your time, take your journey, how it's supposed to go on your own way and you'll get there. Just work hard. Like the infamous Kim Kardashian said, and people are going to hate me for this, but get your ass up and work. Like it's it's going to be different. It's going to be difficult for everyone and we just got to make it work.
1: Yeah. I, I love that you said that because I think in any industry, That happens, like just people, you know, that's how we think. Um, But especially with brands, if you're at a conference as a vendor or a beauty show, you know, Dermalogica's booth is going to be balling out because they've been around for a while. You know, they have the resources, they have the manpower, they have the finances. Um, Whereas, like, Michael Taylor Skin and Bright are newer, like, we're less than five years old. So, In 10 years, maybe we'll have those bougie booths too. But if we're already doing so well with where we are right now, it's because the product works and the personality behind the product and that people can feel the passion and the authenticity, right? Like with Michael Taylor Skin, you're not a salesperson who doesn't give a fuck whether or not you sell the product, um, doesn't use the product sometimes. You use the product. You made the product. You are the owner, and just hearing you talk about it, you can feel the passion. And like at Bright's booth, what we did was we made a decision instead of hiring salespeople, we hired customers that use the product to be at the booth to talk about it. Because who's gonna, who's an esthetician gonna trust? me right. or another esthetician who is renting a room or you know works out of her house or has her own storefront and uses bright every day they're gonna trust her because that's one of them right I'm not one of I'm not an esthetician I'm very honest about that because I don't I would not know what to do if the wax got stuck I'll just say that <laughs> <laughs> so and, and you know it, it's So it's been so successful because I find not a lot of brands do that. They'll bring like their corporate office. But really, if you're trying to sell to an esthetician or a spa owner or an operator, you need them to be mirrored when they come to your booth. Right. That people want to see representation. And how do you do that? You need to be able to see yourself. So like a business development manager is not going to be able to sell the same way somebody that's like, oh, hey, this is how I do it. This is how I price it. This is how I talk to my clients about it, upsell it, you know, yada, 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 yada.
0: Definitely. I agree. I agree 100%. And someone even mentioned to me, too, because I was there was the idea was being thrown around that I would start um, teaching soon. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'm I'm 23. I've only been in the industry for under five years. And I just think I'm too young. But what I was told is it's like, no, a good teacher is in the industry. Still, they're still learning. An educator is always learning. You know what I mean? And I think that that's what really helped me at the expo was that I'm, literally in the position that most of these estheticians are in right now so I'm able to literally answer those hands-on mm-hmm. questions that people are getting like oh my god my client like you know farted on the table what did i do it's like oh that's happened to that happened to me yesterday actually like let me tell you right. what i did you know exactly. what i mean so it's much more relatable and it's it, i think we can all learn from each other and teach each other you know like mm-hmm. an educator is going to learn from their student vice versa so yeah, it was it was it was a really great learning point for me. One of the things that stood out to me, though, at the expo was, and I mean, it was kind of a philosophy behind this entire thing. But I genuinely think that, and I see Bright do this with our clients too. We are, have to start being a little bit more realistic with our clients as estheticians. Hmm. And that was that was the some of the influence behind creating Michael Taylor Skin Jellies is because I'm so tired of seeing. PSTs use a jelly mask as like a marketing scheme. Be like, oh, like I used a lavender mask, and it, a lavender is an antiseptic. So let's cure your acne with this lavender jelly mask. It's like, no, like don't tell your client. Like that's you're lying. <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. That, that, that's not that's not what we we should be doing. So I definitely pride our brand on just being super transparent with Mm -hmm. what our mask is doing and how you can partner it with something. Our masks are customizable. You can layer products underneath it. If you want to brighten someone's Brazilian area or brighten, um, you know, melasma on the skin, throw the bright lightning cream and then throw an empty skin jelly over it. You know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. like, that's, that's how you're going to be giving them benefits. Don't, don't walk around saying that a jelly mask is going to do this because it's not, it's, you you gotta be realistic. Stop lying. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's sitting
1: on top of the skin, right? Yeah, right. It's not going underneath. So because you said that my wheels are turning, are there any contraindications or Uh, because it's customizable, can you just, you know, put like a chemical peel underneath?
0: No, so the only thing that you can, well actually there's a few things that you can't layer. So you can't layer any actives. So if you uh, appeal any type of exfoliate or anything like that, you don't wanna lay it underneath the mask because it'll like start melting the mask basically. It kind of tears it apart. Um, And you don't wanna layer anything that's like clay-based underneath the mask because that's already an occlusive itself. It's shutting everything off from the skin and sucking up. So anything that's an active or clay-based doesn't go underneath the mask. And when mixing the mask, you don't want to use anything else besides water. Water is what activates our formula. So always okay. keep that in mind.
1: Okay. but
0: <laughs> However, any- after 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 a chemical exfoliation, after a peel, after microdermabrasion, mm-hmm. layer our mask anywhere you want. You can really put it anywhere.
1: Right. Just to calm the skin down. Okay, cool. I love that. And it's so true about being transparent and honest because you know what's going to happen? People are going to call you out on it.
0: Oh, and it might take
1: one year, it might take five years, it might take 10 years. But once that happens, how do you backpedal when they know you lied to them?
0: Right. Exactly. Right. Like it's once just you,
1: too once hard. you
0: create that like awkward relationship with your client, of, like, well, you said this, it's like, oh no, like, sorry, that was a lie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, I didn't like, know. It's like you were being cheated on for like all those months. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, it's, it's, yeah, it's really good. hard to come back from that 100%. Yeah.
1: And I mean, with the access to the internet, consumers and clients are getting more and more educated, more than they've ever been. Um, That education may not always be correct, but they have seen and read things and watched things that they think that they know what's what. Um, And so, you know, if you're lying about your ingredients or about how something works, they're going to find out at the the end of the day. It might take time, but they're going to find out. So you might as well just be honest. Like with Bright, yes, we're all natural, but one of the products is not 100% natural. It's like 98.93%. And rather than us telling you it's all 100% natural, we're like, no, this one, we had to add a thickening agent, Carbomber in it. Um, Carbomber is a safe synthetic. It's in like a lot of cosmetics and skincare and so far there's no research that says that it's bad for you but rather than us saying that the entire brand is 100% natural you know somebody who knows their ingredients would read that one label and go
0: "Mm, you're lying
1: so it's better to just come out and see like this one's 98% natural and honestly most people like if we didn't tell you you wouldn't know which one of the ingredients is the synthetic one So isn't that a big deal? (laughs) And you can do, and and when you're honest about the ingredients like that or what the product does or how it works or how long it takes to work, um, when they go and do their own research, when what you're saying matches what they find, it creates trust, right? Like you said, like you just don't want to have that awkward relationship of
0: being a used car salesman. Definitely 100%. And even to touch on, you mentioned clients have the internet and they are starting to, it's, it's true. I was recently doing an interview with Dermascope and we, that was one of the questions. It's like, what do we feel about, you know, the internet, TikTok, social media with clients? And it's like, clients aren't as, what's a better word to use? Um, Oblivious, I guess, to mm-hmm. skincare anymore. It's very accessible. Information is out there. During the pandemic, I feel like yes. that's the that's the um, the way the estheticians were kind of getting their job out there was by informing and educating and just spitting out facts and clients know now i have clients that come and it's like okay so when are we gonna do like a micro peel and i'm like how the hell do you know what that is like (laughs) what and they're like yeah i saw nano needling on this and i'm like bro like i i like you're 10 steps ahead of me you know what i mean so clients are very educated now sometimes they get things twisted because Mm -hmm. again at the end of the day we're professionals and we can kind of you know put it all together for them but they have an idea and they have heard of it they know what's going on so you can't get away with things like people used to. You know what I mean? Like people used mm-hmm. to get away with, "Oh, we're going to do a chemical peel and it's like an enzyme." No, your client's going to find out. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like it's 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 not the same anymore. I think we need to step it up as an industry and just, you know, be realistic. Be real, be be truthful to your clients.
1: Mhm. So true. And so with that, Michael Taylor skin jelly masks do not they're not a magic wand. Mm-hmm. They are just the sparkles.
0: <laughs> right. We are just... I'm, I'm trying to think of an analogy. <laughs> no, yeah. We are We are just the sparkles. We make the treatment. We give your client that Michael Taylor skin experience. And when you're done with your facial or when you're done with your Brazilian, it's guaranteed that they're going to point the mask out. Whatever you put on my face felt so cool and it smelled so good. Yes, that's mm-hmm. the Michael Taylor skin jelly um it's it's like we like we said it's an, an amazing add-on and that's all it is it's an add-on it's just to enhance the treatment that you already did if you want to be giving your clients result layer those targeted treatments underneath anything that's water-based gel-based cream-based anything you want then put the jelly over it just to make the treatment just a little bit more give it that oomph you know <laughs> mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. but it is not in itself doing that targeted treatment and that is where the honesty comes in. And I love that you're so transparent because I didn't know any of this. So I was talking to Michael in the DMs. I was like, okay, what's what? Like, what's the difference between your product and other products? Um, And and why is your product so fantastic? And of course, he gave me a whole little lesson. And so I was like, we need to go on the podcast because everyone else needs to know this. Because I feel like so many people think that jelly masks do what they've been told that they do right and And i work in marketing so i know how it all works
0: right people will
1: believe what you tell them to believe
0: you know what and if, if if it really comes down to it if a brand wants to come out and be like well no ours actually do show me show me the results show me the research show me the statistics whatever you want to show me show me the after just using the mask, you brightened or cured someone's melasma, hyperpigmentation, um, acne, whatever it is, rehydrated their skin. Show me that those levels went up or down. You know what I mean? And if you can prove that and literally exploit it to the world, cool, then maybe we can go that route and start to believe that jelly masks actually do that. But as of now, no one's done that and I can guarantee it's almost impossible to do that.
1: So that's the tea for for this week, everybody. If you're interested in purchasing a Michael Taylor Skin Jelly Mask, where should they go?
0: michaeltaylorskin.com and we have much more coming towards uh, michaeltaylorskin.com just in general. You can find our jelly masks there. You can purchase a gift card to give anyone a jelly mask. If you want to ever book an appointment with me, you can always book there as well. We have an education portion coming next month. So if you want to learn how to use a jelly or do a wax or whatever it is, that's going to be available very, very soon. So michaeltaylorskin.com and all of our social medias are Michael Taylor skin.
1: So cool. So you mentioned appointments. Where are you located?
0: We are located in Diamond Bar, California.
1: Is that Northern California, Southern California?
0: Southern California. It's like if you're from the SoCal area, we're like dead smack in the middle of every major county. So kind of convenient for everyone.
1: Okay, perfect. And all of those links we'll have in the show description. You can follow Michael, give him some love, purchase a jelly mask. They are so good and they will fly off your shelf. If you're kind of stuck right now and you don't know how to grow your business and retain your clients and get referrals, this is a great way to help you to do that. One, it's going to bring in more revenue. The cost per treatment is so low. Two, your clients are going to love it. So they're going to keep coming back. Three, they're going to tell their friends or they're going to want a video or a photo taken of them with the mask and they're going to post it on social media because it is so fun and they look gorgeous. So check out the show description if you want to follow our podcast. Um, you should be if you're listening to this, but if you don't know how, click subscribe or follow or a little plus so that every time we release a new podcast, it gets added to your library. Um, you can follow us at Between Both Cheeks Podcasts and you can listen to the podcast at betweenbothcheeks.buzzsprout.com. Buzz like a bee, sprout like a plant. And if you want to follow Bright, it's at brightenup, Up, and Bright is spelt with E-Y. Thank you for listening, and, you know, stay hydrated.
0: Yes. <laughs>